Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, reader. Welcome to another Reading Bug adventure created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in California. Today's adventure is going to be a lot of fun. And we've got several other adventures this season for you to go back and listen to, or listen to again. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you can listen to our new episodes whenever they're released. You can learn all about us, our store, and our favorite books by visiting thereadingbug.com. And if our adventures get you excited about reading new books, be sure to check out readingbugbox.com. Reading Bug Box delivers great books to your doorstep every month, perfectly matched to your interests by our store staff. The Reading Bug and I love adventuring with you each week. If you're having as much fun as we are, please help us continue to grow our audience by telling friends and family about our podcast or leaving a review. Okay, reader, are you ready to go? Let's fly! It's time for a Reading Bug Adventure! It's a Reading Bug Adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Oh, hello again, reader. Thank you for joining me and my little friend the Reading Bug for another amazing adventure today. My name is Lauren, and if we haven't met on any of our past adventures, it's wonderful to meet you today. I am so excited to start our journey together today. I can hardly wait. I know we're going to be great friends as we share adventures, explore exciting places, and learn all sorts of interesting things together. Each time we meet, we'll ask the reading bug what kind of adventure she's chosen for us, and away we'll fly, using the power of our imaginations to whatever time and place is in the books she's carrying in her book bag. Hi, reader. Yeah, hi. Down here. It's me, the reading bug. Lauren is right. Just like in the books we read, we get to travel anywhere we want and experience amazing adventures firsthand. Just by hopping into my magical book bag. That sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? It sure does. Reader, where do you think the reading bug will be taking us to explore today? There are so many times and places I'd love to explore. Do you think we should ask the reading bug and find out? Me too. But before we do... I hope you've remembered to bring paper and crayons with you so you can draw pictures of all the amazing things we'll see. You see, on our adventures, you get to be the illustrator of our story. An illustrator is the person who draws the drawings in a picture book, 
And just like a real illustrator, you're the one who gets to decide what to draw today. At the end of part one of our adventure, we'll listen to a bit of music and give you a chance to color. But you can draw any time you want, of course. If you ever need a few minutes to color the people or places we're imagining together, just stop our story and play it again when you've finished your artwork. Then, you can show your illustrations every time you retell our story and help your friends and family relive our adventure. If you didn't remember paper and crayons, don't worry. Just press pause or have a grown-up do it for you. And get them now. The reading bug and I will wait right here for you. Okay. Ready? Great! Let's get this adventure started! Just like we always do before every adventure, let's all stretch out and warm up our bodies. Everyone, stand up with me, unless you're buckled into your car, and wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect! Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Great job, reader. I'm all stretched out full of energy, and ready to go anywhere with you. So now, Reading Bug, tell us, where are we going to be traveling to today? Lauren, reader, it's a great thing we stretched ourselves out, because today's adventure is a big one. It is? Oh boy! Tell us, tell us! Oh yes, we're going to have a wild time for sure. But I'm not just going to tell you where we're going, I'm going to have you guess. First, I'll tell you what's in my book bag today, and then you can guess where we're going. Okay? Ready? Today's adventure is inspired by some great books here in my book bag, including Chloe and the Lion by Mac Barnett, Zebras by Mari Shu, and Crocodile vs. Wildebeest by Mary Meinking. Any guesses yet? Where would we find lions, zebras, crocodiles, and wildebeest? all in the same place. Oh, hey, I think I know. We're going to the zoo, aren't we? That's a great guess, Lauren. But no, we are not going to the zoo. Maybe I should tell you some of the other books in my book bag. I have Safari So Good by Bonnie Worth and Jungle Rumble by Karen Pixter. Reader, now do you know where we'll be going today? Hmm. Safaris, jungles, and lots of animals. Reader, do you have any guesses? Hmm. Hmm. Oh! Oh, I have a guess! Reading bug, are we going on a safari? Yes, yes, yes! You got it! We're going on an African safari. And when we find any of our animal friends, we're going to use our crayons to draw them. So we are going on a special kind of safari. An African picture safari. Oh, wow! I've always dreamed of going to Africa. Africa is a very big continent, much bigger than North America where we live. There are rainforests and desert in Africa. There are also beautiful rolling grasslands. Africa is home to many of the world's most famous animals. 
not only giraffes, lions, and chimpanzees, but also zebras, gorillas, rhinos, and hippos. There are also lots of animals that you may not have even heard of. Animals like wildebeest, gazelles, aardvarks, bonobos, and bongos. Bonobos, bongos. Have you ever heard of a bonobo or a bongo reader? I haven't. Well, maybe we'll get to see some on our adventure, and we'll both find out what they look like. What kind of animal do you want to see today, reader? People also live in Africa. Lots and lots of people. And as the African people clear more and more of the rainforests and build farms in the grasslands and homes in the deserts, there is less and less space for all the unique and beautiful animals to live. As a result. Some of the animals are becoming scarce. There aren't very many of them left. We call these animals endangered. People are working hard to make sure that these endangered animals don't disappear completely. When an animal disappears, it has become extinct. But we can help. Let's be sure to look for any endangered species on our safari and bring back pictures to our friends and family to spread the word that these animals need to be protected. Oh wow! That all sounds incredible. I am so excited about our adventure. But Africa is very far away. It takes more than a whole day to get to Africa, even by plane. How are we going to be able to travel so far in such a short period of time? That's easy peasy, Lauren. All we have to do is hop into my magic book bag, and away we'll fly to whatever time or place we'll be exploring. Today, reader, my book bag and all the books in it will take us all the way to Africa in just a blink of an eye. What are we waiting for then? Look, reader, the reading bug is opening her book bag, and as it's opening, it's growing bigger and bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all right inside. Look closely, and you can see the colored lights flashing and pictures swirling around and around. That must be from all the special books about Africa and animals the reading bug has in there. I see a picture of a giraffe, and there goes an elephant, and oh, oh my, a lion too! I see lots of amazing animals in there. And wait, I also see a girl dressed in a red raincoat with a hood. I wonder who she is. Can you see them all too? The reading bug was right. This adventure looks like a big one. Are you ready to go? Great! Let's jump into the book bag and zip to the continent of Africa. Go ahead and flap your bug wings and let's fly. On the count of three, jump into the book bag. One, two, three. Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Reader, wow! We're inside the book bag, and the colors and pictures are floating all around my head. And just beyond them, I can see land far off in the distance. But getting closer and closer, readers, let's close our eyes and count to ten as the book bag takes us around the world, all the way to Africa. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow, that was fast! I think we've stopped. Let's open our eyes and look around to see if we've arrived safely in Africa. Oh wow! Look, the flashing lights and the words and pictures have stopped. 
and I think we've made it. Why don't we hop out of the book bag and have a look around? Remember to be careful. Some parts of Africa are full of wild animals, and it could be very dangerous. Okay, here we go. Oh, reader, look. My, how everything around us has changed. The sun is just rising in the east. The sky near the sun is a beautiful red color, and there are a few white clouds. Also in the sky, I see several large black birds circling above the animals, and some beautiful colorful butterflies peeking out from between the tall blades of grass, spread out right in front of us. There's yellow grass just about as far as I can see. And wow, the grass is taller than we are. Unlike our lawns at home, it's clear no one has ever mowed this grass. The tall yellow grass is swaying gently as the hot summer wind blows through it. It's beautiful, reader. It almost looks like an ocean full of golden water. Oh, and far off in the distance, I see a huge rock formation rising out of the grass like an island. Do you see it too? Those rock formations are called copies. Did you ever see the Lion King? Sure, I did. Well, then remember the big rock formation in the movie? That was a copy too. Lauren, reader, my books say that copies are used by animals, like lions, to look out over the land and find their prey. So we'd better be careful. We don't want to end up being anybody's prey today. You're absolutely right, reading bug. As beautiful as it is here, it's important to remember that we're among wild animals, and we could find ourselves in real danger. These animals don't know who we are, and they may be trying to protect their homes and families or find food. So stay alert and aware of everything around you while we're on our safari, okay? Thankfully, I don't see any lions up on that copy, or anywhere else nearby. But I do see some very tall trees sprinkled among the grass. What kind of trees are those? I bet these trees are the acacia trees that I was reading about. The leaves of acacia trees look like small ovals that grow from a central stem. See, there are no branches on the trees until way up there. Close to the top of the tree, but up there, there are lots and lots of branches and leaves. Oh yeah! Look, reader, all those branches and leaves at the top make the tree look like a giant green umbrella, but with a flat top instead of a rounded one. And back there, beyond the trees, I see a brownish pond or lake. Oh look! On the right of the lake, I see elephants. There are several of them, including a baby elephant munching on the grass. Shh! We don't want to disturb them. Watch how they're playing. They're sucking up the water in their trunks and spraying it on themselves and the other elephants. This is a perfect time to start our picture safari and begin drawing some of the animals we see. If you brought crayons and paper, take them out now. Lauren, we're here. Look, just to our left is a family of animals passing quietly by. Let's stay still and quiet and see if we can draw them. Oh yes, I see them. They look a little like deer, but what are they? I think they're impala. That's a kind of antelope. You can tell from the pointy gray horns on the top of the big impala's head. Wow, those horns are really tall. Reader, why don't you color an illustration while the reading bug and I describe the impala to you? First, there are four impala walking slowly by. Two big ones. Those must be the parents, and two smaller ones. You can draw all four, or just pick one. 
Warren is right. Their bodies do look a lot like deer, but with a light brown fur and a completely white belly. Yes, look. The fur on the top of their backs is a little darker, but then it's pretty light on the sides and white on their belly. Their eyes are dark black circles, and their ears are pointy and long and stick straight up from the tops of their heads. And the dad impala has two enormous dark gray horns coming out of the top of his head. They must be two feet tall at least. You're right, but the horns don't stick straight up. They have a slight bend right in the middle and then point up to the sky. How beautiful. And don't forget the tail, reader. The grown-up impalas have a flattish tail with a black stripe down the middle. The tail hangs down the back of the impala to just above his knees. And the little impalas don't have much of a tail at all. It must grow longer as they get bigger. Oh! Oh no! Look, reader! Something must have startled the impala! They just jumped off into the high grass! Wow, did you see how high they leapt? What a powerful animal! I wonder what could have spooked them. Oh my! Look! Even more animals! Over there by the acacia trees on the left, there are five giraffes eating the leaves of the trees. And look at that big gray hump floating in the lake. I think it's a hippo cooling off in the water. Speaking of cooling off, it sure is hot here. Much, much hotter than when we left. You're right. It is hot out here. Reader, we should get out of this hot, hot sun for a bit. But where can we go? There are too many big animals around the water. That wouldn't be a safe spot at all. Maybe we can make our way through the tall grass over to an acacia tree. What do you think? Okay, let's get moving. But remember, we need to be very careful because we're surrounded by all kinds of wild animals and the grass is so tall, we don't know what kinds of creatures might be crawling through it with us. Let's all be as quiet as possible so we can hear any animal that might be sneaking around. Can you tiptoe very quietly with me, reader? That's very good. Nice and quiet. Remember that grass is all around us, so use your hands to move the grass out of the way as we walk. But slowly and quietly, okay? Great. Keep tiptoeing and waving your hands. You're doing a great job. Oh my, wait! Reader, stop! Did you hear that? I think there's another small animal nearby. Let's all stop and look carefully. Yes, there's another animal here, just ahead of us in the clearing up ahead. See? You can just see it moving through the grass that's separating us. His yellow fur is nearly the same color as the grass, so he's hard to spot. But look very closely, and I'm sure you'll see him too. Oh, reader, that animal is very large. But just like us, he's moving very quietly. He has a big collar of a darker brown fur around his neck. And he has his nose pointed to the sky as he sniffs the air, smelling for... What? Uh Uh-oh, I think I know what kind of animal that is. Reader, can you guess what animal is moving through the yellow grass? Oh, yes. I see it too, Lauren. That animal is big. And it's yellow, and it's moving quietly towards us. I think it's a lion. Reader, lions can be very quiet as they hunt for their dinner, but they also have a very, very loud roar. In one of my favorite books about lions, Lion vs. Tiger by Isabel Thomas, 
which says that a lion's roar is the loudest of any big cat. It can be heard up to five miles away. Reader, I don't want to scare you, but I think his nose is in the air because he smells us. The lion is getting closer and closer and closer. Just a few more feet and he's sure to see us. What do you think we should do? Reader, maybe if we all roar together, we can make this lion think we're another lion pride and scare him away. What do you think? I know this is scary. I'm scared too. But I've seen your courage before, and I know that if we hold our heads up high and face our fears, we can do anything. Can you roar like a lion when you're feeling scared inside? Can you roar like a lion when you want to run and hide? Stand up tall, keep your head held high. You can roar like a lion, all you have to do is try. Stand up tall, keep your head held high. You can roar like a lion, all you have to do is try. Great, I'll count to three, and then we'll roar together. Remember, we need to roar very loudly. On the count of three, one, two, three, roar! Look, reader, I think our roar worked. The lion stopped moving toward us, and it's starting to back up a little. Let's all try one more time. Ready? On the count of three. One, two, three, roar! Look, reader, it worked. The gigantic lion has turned completely away from us and is headed back toward the copy. If I look through my binoculars, I can see that there's a lioness resting in the shade of the copy and watching two small lion cubs who are playing with each other. Take a look through the binoculars and see what you can see, reader. The lion was just out here protecting his family. Phew, that sure was close. Our roar was very loud, but I don't think that we frightened the lion. After all, the lion is the king of the jungle. My book, Lion vs. Tiger, says that lions actually have a reputation for being lazy. It says that lions are often spotted lying around in the shade. In fact, most of their hunting takes place at night, when it is cooler. So, maybe he's just heading back home to take a rest. In this heat, who can blame him? It's really hard to move around when it's so hot outside, isn't it? Even though the lions may not be ready for dinner yet, my book also says that lions are big enough to eat humans, like you, and that sometimes they do. So let's keep being careful, but don't be too worried. The good news is that only one family or pride lives in each part of the grasslands, so I don't think we'll encounter any more lions today. But let's certainly keep an eye on that lion family and stay far, far away from them. Let's all turn around and walk the other way. We don't want to give that lion a reason to come and find us again. Great idea, Reading Bug. Let's all tiptoe back a bit and get out of this pride's territory. Great. Oh, hey, look over there, reader, to our left. There's a strange-looking red animal moving in the distance and getting closer and closer. Didn't we see someone or something in your book bag that was red? Do you remember, reader? Yes, you're right! 
we saw a girl wearing a bright red raincoat. And look, here she is. Hi. Excuse me, what on earth are you doing out here in the middle of the Serengeti National Park? It is quite dangerous here. Don't you know that there are 70 different types of large mammals in our national park? And many of them are getting ready for the large migration of animals in the world? Oh, hello! I'm Lauren and these are my friends. And we're here on a picture safari, looking for animals we can draw pictures of. Excuse me for asking, but why are you wearing a bright red raincoat on a sunny day? You look a lot like Little Red Riding Hood. And if you are her, you're in the wrong story. I just read that story. It's Little Red and the Very Hungry Lion by Alex T. Smith. And it's all about a girl named Little Red who runs into a lion on the way to visit her Auntie Rose. And then... Of course I'm not Little Red Riding Hood. My name is Imari and I'm wearing red because I'm from the Maasai tribe. The Maasai have lived on the Serengeti for hundreds of years and we love to wear bright colors, especially red. And I'm wearing a raincoat because I'm always prepared for rain. It can come in a flash without any warning. My father Adeli is one of the guides who take visitors on tours of our beautiful park. He's busy today, but if you're on a picture safari, I'd be happy to show you around in my jeep and help keep you out of harm's way. Thank you, Amari. We would love that. Let me introduce you to my friends. If you look closely, you can see my little friend the reading bug perched here on my shoulder. We traveled here today in her magic book bag. And this is my reader friend who joined us on our adventure today. Welcome, welcome. Or as we say in Swahili, Karibu. Let's hop in my jeep. It is just over there. Great. Thanks for the ride. Look, reader, Amari's jeep is just over here. It's tan-colored to match the grass and the sand all around us. And it has great big wheels. It's covered in dust, but it's big enough to fit all of us inside. Let's climb in. Wonderful. We're all inside the jeep, so let's get going. Thank you, Amari. It's so kind of you to offer to be our guide today. Reader, while Amari drives us all in her jeep to show us more amazing animals and sights, we're going to end part one of our African adventure and play music for you to color to. Next time we meet, we'll see where Amari is taking us, and we'll be able to have even more adventures together with our new friend. Remember, we're on a picture safari today, so we want to make sure we're capturing illustrations of all the amazing animals we've seen. Today, we saw elephants, a hippo, some tall giraffes grazing on the leaves of the acacia tree. We even saw a lion up close. Maybe a little too close. Who can forget that? What do you think we'll see next time with Amari? Maybe while you listen to the music or wait for part two of our adventure, you'll want to write or tell your own story about what happens next. Then, when you tune into part two, you can find out what really happens. If you're eager to learn more about some of the animals we've met before we meet again, you can read some of the books in The Reading Bug's book bag. A complete list is available at thereadingbug.com adventures. Thank you so much for coming on this adventure with us today, reader. We'll see you next time for part two of our safari adventure. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imagination.
Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures today, created and written by The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in Northern California. Here's some music for you to start coloring to. And while you're coloring, I'd like to thank all the people who made this episode possible. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. The episode was performed by me and Chloe Savage. Original music was written and performed by me and my brother Ross Gruet and Alexa Thanos. If you're looking to explore more great books, The Reading Bug offers a subscription box service shipping nationwide at readingbugbox.com. You can also find us at thereadingbug.com or on Facebook and Twitter at The Reading Bug. And be sure to stay tuned for part two of this adventure and for more Reading Bug adventures by subscribing to our podcast. Thank you so much for joining our adventure today. And The Reading Bug and I will see you soon for part two. Goodbye!
Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.